Welcome back. We're pleased to welcome back to the program a familiar face. Anthony Sheehan is here from Aspire Health Alliance and a brand new face too, Mark Mulhern of South Shore Peer Recovery because those two organizations are joining forces to uh, cope with the issue of substance use disorder. So, uh, gentlemen, great to see you. Uh, thanks for coming over. Appreciate great it. To be, great yeah, to be Yeah, thank you for having us. A We're pleasure. Really yeah, really interested to learn about this new partnership. Anthony, great to see you again. Yeah, it's always a pleasure to be back and um, talk to the audience. Yeah. And I'd always like to kind of start um, just with a little refresher about, tell us about Aspire Health Alliance here in Quincy. Yes, yeah, so we um, are an outpatient community-based mental health and substance use disorder service. We've been around a long time now, so in a, just a few years we celebrate our centennial um, and we... 1926 is 1926 is yeah. when we started with a small group of women activists right here in Quincy yes. who began a program devoted to the needs of uh, children in the very, very early years of life. And we still have that program going today. So it's a fantastic connection back to our, our, our beginnings. Um, and in a sense, that's where we are today. We're mm -hmm. activists, we're community ad advocates, we're service providers, we do clinical work, we treat people for the whole range of mental health problems and substance use disorder problems. And we do that on an outpatient basis. Our vision is that you know, the, the whole world should know that there's no health without mental health. Mm. That includes, you know, understanding that well-being is important now. To deliver that vision, you have to be everywhere. You have to be in emergency rooms, in police departments, in schools, in nursing homes, as well in our clinics. And so, yeah, that's the kind of service we are, and we're very proud and pleased to do it. It's been um, South Shore Mental Health and now Aspire Health Alliance. That's correct, yeah. yes. How long has, this, has it been Aspire? Gosh, now we, we're probably over three years okay. that we've been Aspire Health Alliance, and we changed our name just not for marketing purposes mm -hmm. um, but to really tell the story of the organization uh, we're aspiring to something more ambitious better for people who use services um, and we are an alliance we're a set of partnerships which I think sets the tone for today's conversation actually which is uh, you know one of the partnerships a brand new partnership is That's with right. Shore Peer Recovery not quite a hundred years old Mark no, no. <laughs> <laughs> not, not even close. Yeah. Um, tell us a bit about the organization. Yeah, so South Shore Peer Recovery is a recovery community organization. Um, we're based out of Situate, Massachusetts. Um, and so we were really founded in 2014, 2015 by this really grassroots um, group of community um, partners and concerned citizens that really came together to try and come up with a solution um, in response to some recent overdoses in Situate and the surrounding towns. Okay, so really grassroots. As yeah, you say, yeah, very grassroots. Yeah. Um, and so since then, you know, we started as a small nonprofit out of a small donated office. Mm. Um, in 2018, we opened a physical recovery center that's right in Situate Harbor. Um, I joined in 2018 and I've been there since um, and we're really excited you know we have a, we have a small but mighty staff um, what we do is really only possible because we have this great team of volunteers from our community that really support our staff um, but our, our whole mission is really you know providing peer support uh, for people with lived experience such as myself and our other staff and our community members um, to individuals and families trying to find recovery and support their recovery. Were you personally part of that initial grassroots organization? So I was not initially, okay. um, but I, I was working at a, a good friend organization of ours, Gosnold on Cape Cod. Oh. Um, so I, I joined right after the, the physical recovery center opened in 2018. Okay. Yeah. Um, and as you mentioned, you yourself are in recovery. Yes, I am. Talk about that experience and yeah, how so it's helped you, you know, with this mission. Yeah, so I'm actually, uh, you know, I'm excited to say I'm approaching seven years in recovery from opioid use disorder. Wow. Yeah, thank you. And, um, 
you know, I, before my role in this field, I, uh, I worked in finance. I went to school for finance. Um, my family was impacted by substance use disorder. Um, I myself was impacted by substance use disorder. And when I actually um, managed to get some help um, and treatment for myself, I really had this period of reflection mm -hmm. um, where I really wanted a stronger why behind what I do for work. And it led me to work in the field of recovery, right? I wanted to do for others what people did for me. Um, you know, and I started that journey working in a treatment center um, before moving on to self show pay recovery. Um, and, and this role really struck a chord with me because it is all about peers, right? People who have been in your shoes um, helping you and, and, you know, helping to guide you along the paths that they've already walked, right? And it really meant a lot to me um, as somebody who, you know, was introduced to opioids from a, a prescription, hmm. right, that um, in college um, that spiraled out of control and really took over my life. Um, it really was important for me to be able to talk to somebody who knew what I was feeling and thinking and, and the struggles that I was dealing with, you know. Um, and that process has really inspired me to try and be that person for other people trying to, uh, to find recovery and to support them on their recovery journey. What were um, some of the hurdles, the roadblocks that you faced, you know, when you first sought treatment, first sought help? Yep. Um, so a lot of it, and a big core of our mission is stigma, mm -hmm. right? I, I worked in finance. Um, you know, in the end, the company I worked for was very supportive of me, but I wasn't sure they were going to mm -hmm. be, right? I had this fear. I was living this massive double life. I was scared that I was going to approach my, my boss, that I was going to lose my job, sure. um, you know, that my family would be ashamed. And uh, it really kept me in the secret, in the dark for a long time, right? Struggling in silence, and um, which just makes things much worse. And uh, fortunately, you know, I was able to get some help and speak up and ask for help. Um, but that was a, a big barrier and still is for a lot of people, you know. And so what we really try to do is let people know that there is help out there. Um, we try to share our stories as much as we can. Um, and the, the whole premise of the, the recovery center is that it is a drop-in center, that it's um, no barriers to access. It's free. You don't have to be fully committed. You can be questioning. You can be exploring. You can just drop in and ask what we do. Right, but we really want to create this place where you can feel a part of mm. and welcome and safe. Um, because for me, it was very intimidating to ask for help and to walk into these new places. Um, so we really go out of our way to make sure that uh, we are low barrier and uh, here to help where we can. So how does this new partnership with, uh, with Aspire serve that, that purpose, or serve that goal? So we're really excited. Um, you know, Anthony's been on our board for several years right. now, which really opened the conversation for this partnership. Um, but you know, treating substance use disorder um, and recovery and co-occurring disorders, as Anthony knows, is is this long continuum of care, right? And me and Anthony privately talk sometimes about frustrations about gaps in the continuum of care or places where people fall through the crack sure. or it ends too abruptly, right? And um, this really gives us the ability to better partner with a behavioral health provider that provides some clinical services, um, some mental health supports to really support co-occurring disorders that we got going on. Um, but it really, you know, and provides for, hopefully for Aspire, 
a place for individuals to continue on more comfortably into the community um, and be handed off into community supports to really uh, to stretch that continuum of care as much as we can. You yeah. know, I was hoping, Anthony, you could maybe expand on on you know what role you see Aspire playing in this partnership with Sush or Peer Recovery. Sure. Well, I think the the future of our sector is based on partnerships. I mean, not everybody can do any everything, and certainly Sash or Peer Recovery you know, through Mark's leadership and the commitment of a, of a massive range of volunteers, have a tremendous network and, and really fill, fill a gap in terms of uh, Aspire's ability to reach and serve people effectively. Um, and sometimes you need some, uh, an organization that can amplify your message. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think Aspire can offer that to, to South Shore Peer Recovery. We have venues in which we can situate the information, the skills, the volunteer network beyond situating across the South Shore yeah. to make these programs and services more available. And I can tell you now, you know, the, the provision of information, the navigation of the system, helping people who need help today mm -hmm get to the right place is such a crucial intervention and that's what South Shore Peer Recovery uh, do really well. In return, I think as Mark said, if we can make sure that there's supportive treatment, clinical treatment available, that that's accessible uh, quickly, um, that there is um, care management support and other kind of supports to help people use the system better, I think that's a great partnership. You know, Mark's done a tremendous job, the board, the volunteers have done a tremendous job at South Shore Peer Recovery. And, and What's been most successful, I think, um, amongst many successes, is build a community of support around individuals who are really struggling with life in such a deep, profound way. Mm. And so much of the work we do is not just about a therapy or a prescription. Success is predicated on building that circle around, of support around somebody who needs it. Just one final thing, if I may. Please. Aspire Health Alliance has just been designated as a community behavioral health center. We're one of 20 or so organizations, who, and we're really proud to receive this designation. Now, what that means is that the state will fund community behavioral health centers, or CBHCs. We have an acronym All for All these acronyms, right? Yes. Yeah. The state expects us to do more. Okay. Um, it's a model of more. You know, more access over more days, over more hours. And one of the features of, of, of more that they're asking of us is the integration of substance use disorder and mental health services, such that people don't have to go here, there, and yeah. everywhere on different days of the week. Imagine that. Imagine coming along and, and feeling able. You've countered the stigma. You've said, I'm, I'm going to ask for help today. And you go along and they say, well, we can help you with this piece of you. But why don't you come back next Wednesday for your appointment sure. at 11 a.m. and you're working and, you know, sure. no, we you need have a to family you're taking care of. Exactly. Yeah. So we need to do all of those things in one place today. And Mark's going to be a critical part of the leadership team that are going to develop and deliver those services. Really excited about that. So I hope that for, for, for the audience fashions a sense, as we are, of excitement about these potentials. We also face this challenge with great humility. Mm. We know there's a lot of need. We know people face very challenging circumstances, and we just want to be alongside them in that journey. Yeah, well, this is a timely discussion that we're having today. I know this coming Wednesday is, uh, I think it's Substance Use Awareness it Day, is. Yes, um, it is. if not yeah. here in the state, then nationally. Yeah. Uh, also, Wednesday evening, right in Quincy Center, we're having um, a candlelight vigil for yeah. victims of yeah. uh, substance use yeah. disorder as well, so yeah. it's something the city is already tuned yes. into. And Mark, I know that you're really hoping to have a higher presence here in Quincy yes. uh, in the future, right? Yes. Um, so one of the biggest things that we're excited about, as Anthony alluded to, is that um, you know we're you know we're a small team um, that is based out of a center in Situate, and we really reach um, 
our, our surrounding community is great. We have some uh, satellite locations and stuff we do in Weymouth. But this partnership really gives us the ability to become truly more of South Shore peer recovery. Um, and we're really excited to be more involved in the Quincy community um, and to use the, the support of Aspire and some of Aspire's locations to really reach um, a broader demographic and reach more people because ultimately that's what our mission is. Sure. It's to help as many people as can yeah. um, find recovery from substance use disorder. I can't imagine the discouragement that mm -hmm. either you or somebody else would have faced if you were told, sure, we can you know, meet with you Wednesday night at 7 o'clock mm -hmm. and have a peer recovery session, but we can't you know, get you any clinical treatment. Yes. We can't get you any medical treatment. Mm -hmm. You have to go here at mm -hmm. this day at this time to yes. do that. Would you have continued on your path to recovery had you had that um, obstacle? And, it, you know, I'd like to think I would. Well, right. <laughs> um, yeah. But really, it is all. This is all about, and this field is all about having as many open doors mm -hmm. as possible, right? And so, when somebody who is struggling with mental health and substance use disorder encounters a closed door, it is defeating right it is demoralizing and uh often people oftentimes people turn away yes. and don't come back yes yeah. and you know alluding to you know the, the 31st is international overdose awareness day right those people don't always get a second chance That's right. right so it, it, now more than ever it is imperative that we have those doors open uh, because people are dying right and mm. um you know recovery should be uh the expectation um, you know, it should be available to everyone. And with this partnership, we're hoping to open more doors um, and make those doors more accessible to more people. Sure. Um, I know your services, Mark, are free. Yes. Uh, completely free, mm -hmm. which is an incredible story in its mm -hmm. own right, really, uh, because it removes that barrier, that financial yep. hurdle. But Anthony, how about at Aspire Health Alliance, what are some of the financial arrangements that, that can help folks? Yeah, we, we're very fortunate in the state of Massachusetts that uh, most people are able to get, get covered, uh, at least if, if um, not by commercial insurance, by, by MassHealth. So, yes. so the majority of our, um, uh, our, our the clients and patients we see are covered by, okay. by Medicaid, and we have staff that can help people. Uh, we're agnostic about those things. Okay. You know, our job is to help people and then sort out the issues later. Yes. We take the view that if you're if you lead a, a challenging, chaotic life, then you shouldn't have to face a whole set of rules to get help. You know, there clearly are rules, and and people people stop coming for help if they face too That's many right. too many rules, right? Yeah. And then the consequences are dire. So so we we share that as a value. That that as a and so another people first, right? People first, yeah. exactly mm -hmm. right. Yeah. yeah, I think it's yeah. important to point yeah. that out because yeah. uh, folks yeah. might say, oh, I, I can't afford that. Yeah. You know, no, how no, can, no, how no, can I actually do that? Yeah. I can go to a recovery center for mm -hmm. free, yeah. but I could never get you know yeah. clinical treatment. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you can. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the message, right? That's right. That's exactly right. That recovery is possible. Um, and there are people there that have gone through it that can share their story, uh, like Mark, and help you with that as well. That's the critical yeah. thing that that peer journey. The the you know one of the 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 things that Mark and the team and the volunteer network bring is um, th that that personal experience mm -hmm. and and a preparedness to be patient, to be persistent, and to be partnering with individuals who are sometimes just beginning their journey. Right, yeah. Mark and I were talking about this before the show, um, the return, unfortunately, of Mass and Cass mm -hmm. in, in yes. Boston. Yes. Um, you know, and those people that did fall through the cracks mm -hmm. and, and yes. trying to fill those gaps. Housing was identified as one of the key issues. Do you think, Mark, that's, that is one of the key issues for folks going through mm -hmm. substance use disorder? Yes, I do, and uh, fortunately, you know, one of the things that we try and help people who participate in our program with is um, some funding to assist them with sober housing okay. and transitional housing. Um, 
but you know it's it's difficult to to ask people to go to work to get back on their feet um, when they don't know where they're staying tomorrow right it's difficult to ask somebody to get a job when it requires a mailing address um, to get an ID that requires a mailing address right so um, you know I wish I had an unlimited <laughs> source to really pr prioritize housing first, but I, I truly think um, it is one of the factors that really helps people to set a foundation off which they can build. And uh, you know, fortunately, there's a lot of um, recovery housing opportunities mm -hmm. in the state of Massachusetts and on the South Shore community. Um, you know, and that's one of the first things that we try and make sure that people have. Um, we really have a strong one-on-one -on -one recovery support service program that we do. That is, you know, to Anthony's point, people first, all-encompassing, person-centered, where we're not just trying to, um, you know, get you to put the substances down, but we're trying to help you find the job, find the place to live, um, and really get on your feet in a, a broader aspect of your life um, to develop a strong foundation. To yeah, it's, it's holistic. It's a holistic mm -hmm. approach. It's yes. not a symptomatic approach, right? Yes. Um, you have to fix the whole problem mm -hmm. in order to succeed. Yeah. Yes. Anton, did you agree with that? I do. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think that. Um, it feels to me that stability is is, is really important, yes. you know, and and uh, we all like we'll benefit from that in, that in our lives. And and to ask people to contemplate recovery journeys or tackling trauma in their life or whatever else it is from a position of instability just adds complexity to what we're asking people sure. to do. I would advocate for um, you know more more commitment to um, social social supports, okay. including housing. And I would also advocate for. Uh, a real review of the rules that that you have to go through to get signed up to mm -hmm. this cover or that cover because it's really hard True. and and some of the reasons why people end up in situations that we're now beginning to see again emerging in Boston is because they haven't been able to deal with those rules and still can't today yeah uh, Mark, you exist solely on donations uh, at South Shore Peer Recovery, Yes, yeah, right? so South Shore, yeah. right now, we are 100% donation-funded. Sure. Um, we have an amazing community um, that really steps up to make our mission possible. You know, obviously, this partnership with Aspire provides us some more stability in the mission that we do. Um, and, you know, we really celebrate that, uh, that community giving. Um, actually, two weeks from Friday, uh, September 9th, we have an event called Recovery Rocks, which is really a celebration of recovery, a celebration of hope, a big thank you uh, to our community and our sponsors that make our mission possible. Um, so people, if, if they want to, you know, check out, have a fun night this, you know, early fall, uh, it's live music, food trucks, community, family fun, um, all the information's on our website, so we're really excited about that. Where is that going to be? So it's going to be at Salt River Farm in Marshfield. It's a beautiful location, indoor-outdoor with a beautiful barn that was actually brought down uh, from, from Vermont and rebuilt no kidding. Uh, here in Marshfield, yes. Fun. Mm -hmm. Great. Anything else we should share with folks right now, do you think? I just want to... Look, sexual peer recovery, you know, despite its short tenure, has had a tremendous impact, mm. and we are really so blessed to be partnering with them right now. Recovery Rocks is just a fantastic event. 9th of September? Yep. Yeah, people should look out for it. I mean, I mean, just the name itself, right? Recovery yeah. Rocks, come on. You've <laughs> got to, you know, this isn't just any old fundraiser. <laughs> yeah. You know, helping people directly yep. deliver programs that are for the hours of the day 
that people don't spend with their doctor, nurse, whoever else is treating them. And those are the important hours. It's 6 p.m. on a Friday evening when I'm thinking maybe I need a drink or maybe I need mm. to use something right now. That's when Southshore Peer Recovery are there through their programmatic, uh, programmatic EPIC and that's what Recovery Help Rocks uh, support. So thank you for allowing me to give a, give a commercial for that, Jack. Our yeah. pleasure. Thank, thank you. you both for sharing your story. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I wish thank you, you for having the us. best in the future. You're very welcome. Please come back. All right, we will. It's always a pleasure. All Thanks, right. Jack.